0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: Do it yeah. now, haters! Y'all leave Lamar alone, man. He hates y'all too. Yeah, what? A, <laughs> what a bad take to dust off after his second MVP season. It's so stupid. It's so played out. It's as tired. It's as um. tired as them thinking it isn't tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> leave Britney <Bennett> alone. <laughs>
0: what? A, what specifically is the take?
4: Just sit, uh, uh, so he's not an elite quarterback. Yeah. Like stop making like, stop making like stop making excuses for him. He's not he's not an elite quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that that loss. You know
0: what I feel like though. Can I be real with you? I'll see about this when I hear some of the promos. There's a lot of people who have opinions that will never ever have to face and talk to Lamar or talk to Brock Purdy. Whoever else you want to throw into the conversation. Like they'll never have to talk to him face to face. They'll never meet them. They'll never get their perspective. They'll never have a chance to understand their work ethic or see anything behind the scenes. They just watch from afar, and they pass judgment. And that's that's the tough part is, like, <laughs> I, I realize it's part of the business. Like, I understand that's why when you're a radio host, uh, when you're on TV, you know, people want hot takes. They want clicks. They want to get your attention. I, I get that. But there is, like, a human element of, like, Come on, man. Like at some point, if you ever if you if you said what you said, but you knew you, you had to see the guy the next day, is that how you'd say it? Probably not. Like that that's that's mo- that's more often than not probably the case. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong.
4: Some of them would say it, but for the most part, I think you're you're absolutely spot on. I mean, but some of them just that's just who they you know, are yeah that's just how they are that's who they are yeah. but I, I don't I don't think that that's I think it's a harsh judgment to think that you could say that Lamar Jackson isn't who we think he is or thought yeah. he is I mean t- there were a lot of elements that played a part in why they lost that game and and one of them would not be saying he's not an elite quarterback I mean
0: well it's such a lazy narrative to the, the shutout. it's like well Kansas City got pretty conservative too with what they did until they needed to make a play. Like, they bring a pressure. Marquez Valdez-Scantling ends up getting behind the defense. They take a shot then. Did they really try to take many shots outside of that? Hmm. Not really. You all- know, look at the, look at how many what the run split was on first down and how much they tried to keep the clock running and just different things that they did just to kind of maintain the lead and play a little more conservative and rely on their defense. I, I mean, is that a shot then at Patrick Holmes because they get right. shut out in the second half? Right. I mean, I just...
3: Not enough. It, I mean, Zay Flowers fumbling in the end zone. That's that, that was the fault.
4: That's the moment of the like, game. He scores that touchdown. I mean, there's a couple Zay more Flowers The yeah, Zay Flowers
3: penalty. The personal yeah.
0: foul penalty. Yeah. Like,
3: it's a tie game. If he if he scores that, like they lost by seven. Like it just there's there's so many factors that played into it. And you know, if we're gonna count Lamar Jackson as a failure or whatever people want to call him, then man, there's going to be a lot of failures during the course of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's run in Kansas City. Because it's just, you know, huh? like, well, I'm just what like, there's mean? well, just the they're idea. They're going to beat a lot of teams. Yeah, they're, they're going to beat a lot of oh, teams. And okay. so the idea oh, okay. that we're okay. just okay. going to diminish, of, okay. yeah, diminish okay, everybody's. It's like the guy just had an MVP season, the best season of his career. And because they struggled and, you know, lost a playoff game, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, let's throw it all away. Dust off the old ones.
4: Yeah. I don't they, they know. Was putting, they, weird, was, they, they was internet putting uh, Dak Prescott faces on Lamar Jackson's body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they were just they were going in. Another guy who just had the best season of his career. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there would be more of an argument there though. Damn. Just saying. Just saying. Damn. He did have a good year, though. He did have a really good year. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here on
3: Fox Sports Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we mentioned this a short time ago. The Athletic did apparently a deep dive or release this. Uh, they talked with 30 Unnamed sources in and around the Jets about the troubles from this past season. And so they released this article. It's a long ass article, but I went through, you know, majority of it, just found some key spots I wanted to throw at you guys just to see what we all thought of, uh, just what their reporting uncovered. And uh, we'll just go step by step here. Uh, first uh, interesting little tidbit was that they believe that Robert Sala thought that it was unfair that the Giants didn't get as much negative coverage as the Jets. And then after in the aftermath of the Aaron Rodgers injury, that Robert Sala sort of bemoaned his bad luck. You know, throughout his tenure at quarterback, he started doing research on other coaches who have won with backup quarterbacks, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Robert Sala was more concerned, according to some of these reports, about his job security. Um, He would talk with, You know, Woody Johnson, the owner About the situation Woody Johnson would be active on social Media talking, uh, you know Kind of relaying messages he heard about Robert Sala, Robert Sala Apparently avoided publicly Criticizing Zach Wilson But behind closed doors pretty much Blamed Zach Wilson for, for Everything that was going on there So from the Sala front, what do you make Of the quote unquote insecurities That they're trying to paint for him This past year in New York
0: I, I think what we're finding is, you know, when you try to come as a head coach and build a foundation for a culture, you know, the, the culture is able to withstand adversity and the loss of players. Right. Cause it's during adversity when like that character is revealed, what your culture is about is revealed. And I think this year was one of those examples of the fact that like when Rogers goes down, you have to have an offensive system that can still play to the strengths of whoever is up next that can play to the strengths of your personnel, whether it's Garrett Wilson or any of the running backs, like whoever else you want to talk to and, and try to avoid the weaknesses that you may have. The offensive line in particular is what kind of first comes to mind. And that wasn't the case. I I don't know that that's been the case, you know, since Robert Sala has gotten there. I understand he's defensive minded head coach, And he probably wants to take a hands-off approach with that side of the ball. But it's one of the reasons when you look at why head coaches fail in the NFL, it's because when there's an issue on one side of the ball, you have to be the overarching, you know, voice that's going to say, this is what we need to fix. This is what we need to do to make the adjustment to go win. You have to have the ability to do that. Otherwise, you know, you're going to only, be, only going to be as good as your coordinators. So this year was an example of offensively speaking, once Aaron Rodgers went down, and, and let's not get things twisted, Nathaniel Hackett was brought in to be paired with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you can't look at what Nathaniel Hackett's done over the course of his career, at least based on what's on paper, and say, yeah, he blows you away. When you have other guys, up-and-comers, up whether it's Bobby Slowick or Ben Johnson, who he's referred to, you know, other play callers we, people have talked about. So this had everything to do with pairing Nathaniel Hackett and Rodgers together. So what happens when Rodgers goes down? Well, again, it better be a system that still plays to the strengths of Zach Wilson or whoever you put in a quarterback after Rodgers and is one that they can operate and be successful with. And, and I do think Zach Wilson got better played better football this year compared to years past but it wasn't still to the to the degree that they needed to have the type of winning season or or make it into the playoffs and have a push and so unfortunately you know because it's it's a new york team you get the new york media market and everyone wants to you know read and write and talk about it and we've got the perfect time to have a big long article like this because we've got a week where it's we're going to the pro bowl and no one's going to watch that or care about that. <laughs> so, why not dump an article like this out there? Cuz besides this, you know, once the Super Bowl's done, you can find some time in the offseason, but then you have the free agency and draft and all that stuff. So, it's the perfect timing to keep the drama of the NFL going and the drama of the New York Jets for this past season going by dumping an article like this about, you know, the infighting and all the stuff that's wrong and what was going on, you know, in the Jets organization. But it ultimately leads to this. 2024 is a make or break year for Robert Sala. They need to get to the playoffs, maybe even need to win some games and show some success with Aaron Rodgers. Otherwise, I could see them going in a different direction.
4: I I'd say this. This would be my advice to Robert Sala. You know, for you can't win in situations like that. You you can't you can't put other people's issues on blast and say well why aren't they getting the same criticism or same type of approach that we're we're receiving that's you you'll never win those that's I don't know what you want your ultimate outcome to be on that but it's not even worth engaging in that because it's a waste of time you can't come out on top in doing that that's one this is advice I give my kids all the time my kids are super ultra competitive. And generally, when you have a super ultra competitive element about you characteristically, you tend to focus in on other things and say, I'm better than that. I'm going to be better than that. I'm going to beat that. I'm going to do better than that, you know, so on and so forth. And I always challenge my kids not to say I'm going to be better than that person, but you look at that person you say, you know what, that person motivates me they inspire me because ultimately if you're focusing in on you wanting to be better than them then that's what they they've done to you and and so i say worry about being the best you that you can be if you're really really wanting to be the best that you can be, you'll never be disappointed in what your results are because you have focused in on being the best that you can possibly be, which means you're exhausting all of your resources and your mental and emotional and physical capacity to improving you and what you bring to the table. Ultimately, if a person runs a race, you have to focus in on what? The finish line. If you're looking to your competition – and you're looking to your sides, and you're looking behind you. You'll never win the race. And if you're looking at the finish line, and you're running your race the best way that you prepared for, and have have done everything that you're supposed to be doing, and have has been required of you, and you still lose, that does there's nothing to be upset or ashamed about in not being the one who wins the race. Rather, you learn from it, and you understand what you what you need to do better or understand that this is this is my best and I can live with that and I'm going to go out here and I'm going to continue to try to be better. That's what Robert Salas focus needs to be going into this this make or break year for himself because at the end of the day none of those things that he draws attention to and and makes, you know, has an opinion about or or has some type of of, you know, concept of how it applies to others and 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 how it applies to them is not going to change his circumstances. It's not going to change them at all. And so focus in on what your circumstances are and how you can be the best you in those aspects to be able to, to impact it the best way that you can. And then once you're able to do that and live in that comfortably, then you do that with the rest of the guys that are around you. And that's how you lead in a proper manner is by challenging people to dig deep into themselves to do the same exact thing and the same exact process, trusting the process of how you transition to being passionate and excited about being the best you that you can possibly be. I think sometimes that gets a little lost.
3: Um, one of the uh, the other aspects of this article that came out this uh, by The Athletic is that there were te- Apparently, Zach Wilson soured on his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. He thought he would have a direct line to Rodgers after he got injured. And he said, reportedly, according to the sources here, that he barely heard from him, but that Wilson, along with some other Jets teammates and coaches, grew tired of the way Robert Sala fawned over Rodgers, according to team sources. And that they said that when that report came out, when Rodgers had to talk to Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson was hesitant to come back to play after they were going to make him inactive for the rest of the season and all that. That, you know, Rogers went on to sort of air everybody out about we have too many leaks in the building. Apparently, quote, it sent Robert Sala into a tailspin. The coach held a meeting with his staff two days later where he asked the leaker to reveal himself, according to multiple people in attendance. If you come forward now, you won't get in trouble, he told the team. While threatening to take their cell phones, staffers were bemused by Robert Sala's obsession with the Wilson story and his reaction to it. So isn't this... All point back to Aaron Rodgers was right in what he said. There's too many
0: leaks in the building.
3: I mean, this is like you've got how many sources that are coming out? Can, all can I be angles? honest with
0: you? What the bigger issue is? Yeah, Robert saw is too worried about the media. Mm. Yes, so he's worried about like... his perception to everyone on the outside. He needs to be more concerned about his perception to everyone inside that building. Like again, it goes back to building a culture, building a foundation. If you really want to create something special and something good, you can't always give a crap about people's opinions on the outside. You know, he's got to believe in what he believes. He's got to get together with Joe Douglas and the rest of the folks in the front office. And they have to figure out how they can build the best team possible and stop being concerned and worried about all the stuff on the outside. I mean, that's the reality of it. Like if you're a competitor When you lose Aaron Rodgers, Robert Sala should be saying, all right, it's a bigger challenge for me now as a head coach. I've got to figure out a way of putting together a game plan every week that allows our defense to go out and win, Zach Wilson to win, whoever else is in there. You you don't bemoan about it. You don't go making excuses about it. You don't pin the lack of success on that. Now, are there some truths and realities to that? Sure. But that's not how you handle things behind closed doors and behind that. You take it as a greater challenge. You bring more energy. You bring more enthusiasm to it. You bring everything you have to it. You got to keep an even more positive attitude. I know he likes to wear the you know positive positive vibes only T-shirt, but it feels like a, it's a facade. If you're wearing something, but you don't ultimately believe it, and your actions don't you know believe it or, or fall suit with that, so that's the biggest thing. Forget the leaks. Forget he's too concerned about things that ultimately don't matter. If you're constantly making the right decisions and building a team and building that culture and building the foundation of what you want to have that's going to last through adversity, like you're not concerned about all that stuff. Because the only thing that's going to get leaked out there is, is that the fact that you're building things the right way. It seems like he's concerned and focused on all the wrong things. That, that's a troubling sign if they don't have success next next year.
3: Yeah, all uh, all sorts of drama there. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios. It is also a Wednesday tradition. It's called the Old the P. Break. It's Petros Papadakis, and he's yours right here on FSR. Oh, come on, Jonas.
1: Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You
3: know, as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read
4: what's inside? Yeah, it? listen to this. Dear Paulie and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most po- po- terrible. Wait, not that wait, one.
0: Why? Open this other one.
4: Dear Paulie and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. wait, try this one. Dear Paulie and Tony,
1: you guys are the absolute best. There you go coming up with the stupidest takes possible. You know what? Just forget what know those what? forget say. this. Just listen
3: to the Foley and Tony Fusco show on the I Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah.
2: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex.
3: Right now, he's Petros Papadakis. He is Good the morning. co-host of the Petros Hell yeah. Show. You can hear it on the Blowtorch AM five seventy LA Sports. Fox college football analyst. P. What's happening? How you feeling?
1: Uh, I'm okay. It's uh it's five twenty something in the morning. Nice. Out um, here on the west coast and it's gonna rain uh like tomorrow or yeah. something.
4: Yeah. Yeah, my Big knee's time. been telling me that it's the weather isn't gonna get Doppler. any better. Yeah. It's oh. it's been saying that it's it's not it's gonna to get too good. You might get a little warm weather today, but tomorrow and the next day it could be a little shaky, you know. I'm gonna stop checking my phone, I'll just call you up. Yeah, just hit me up. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, it bothers man. me, you know, because it's so weird, like we are so attached to the phone and I've literally over the last couple rainy seasons here in uh, California, which is like a joke to most people because it barely rains here. But like you will literally be looking at your phone and there'll be raindrops on your phone and it says it's not going to rain today. Right. <laughs> and you're like, well, this is wrong. It, it can't be. It can't be raining right now. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't believe the rain on your phone. Right. You believe your phone saying zero percent chance of rain? I, am I the only one who feels like it's not accurate at all? It's not. No, you're not the only one that feels that way. It's a lie.
4: I trust my knee.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it seems to be a little bit more accurate. Uh, yeah. uh, but yes, it yeah, is going to it is going to rain here. We're talking about the weather. It could rain, yeah. and I'm looking forward to it. It rains on Thursday. I'm going to go into work, and. Hopefully, it's like this now. It never used to be this way in L.A., but it is now. When it rains, nobody goes – everybody stays inside like it's uh, an apocalyptic
4: nuclear rain or does something. Does your does your lizard like the rain? Do you take your lizard uh, out? He doesn't in, in know.
1: Uh, I, I do a lot of lizard uh, spray uh, bottle and just pouring water on the lizard. Okay. The w- lizard likes water, so okay. but I haven't I taken the lizard out into a rainstorm because it's cold, right? Oh, but, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, but I will. I guess if you want, no, report, no, man.
4: no. I don't. I don't want you to put put. No, what, I'm the, the, what's her the, the, name
1: again? Travis McGee.
4: Travis McGee. Yeah, I don't want uh, you. to I put I just her woke
1: name. the lizard up and fed the lizard nice. uh, while I was waiting for you guys. And Eddie was doing his uh, update. Did on y'all that.
4: have any good conversation? What was What was the main topic? No, of the conversation? I usually
1: just point at the crickets for the lizard to eat, and then the lizard, you know it does it follows my finger to the crickets to
4: eat yes that's dope is it more of a tongue the lizard uh, a tongue the cricket or like mouth mouth the cricket like is it jump on I, it or does i it...
1: guess i would call it a combination
3: block
4: okay yeah okay oh interesting. wow interesting okay
3: a hey, uh, we got to build to the linebackers
4: i got it i got it, <laughs> I got it. Yep.
3: Hey, uh, Petros, you got any complaints uh, with the two teams sure. participating in the Super Bowl, or any storyline surrounding these two teams? I mean, I mean,
1: I want to complain about it, and I want to say that look, when we were kids, I was thinking about it. We had Michael Jackson and the Pepsi tour, right? Yeah, and I mean, maybe maybe some of you guys are a little younger than that, but I. I remember Michael Jackson. Every move Michael Jackson made was he dating Brooke Shields, is hanging out with Princess Di, his hair caught on fire, and you know, all this stuff. It did catch on fire. Yeah, and it was constant, you know, 24 hours a day Michael Jackson. Thriller, 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 beat beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, bad, 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 man in the mirror, man in the mirror, man, you know, it never stopped. And. It was it was saturation, right? Without the social media and all that, it was full Michael Jackson all day long. Do you know what the difference was? Michael Jackson's music was freaking unreal. Like everybody loved Michael Jackson's music. It was special. It was crafted beautifully. It was made meticulously. It was not horrible schlock that was repetitive and based, not made by Quincy Jones. Let's just put it like that. Hmm. Which is basically, you know, it's just, it's for kids. But I wanted to make, I wanted to get upset about this. But then I heard Colin Cowherd say yesterday that uh, it's only weak and insecure men that don't like the Taylor Swift saturation in the NFL. And now,
4: you know. I'm not weak nor insecure. Well, you are. I'm not that big of a fan. No, No, you are. Colin Colin Cowherd said. I I reject that 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 notion.
1: Weak and insecure if you don't like Taylor Swift, I and then David that. Letterman, who's like 400 years old, and has <laughs> effed every intern in the history of the right. world. Wow! He comes out to say, "Well, uh, you know, uh, if you don't like, uh, I don't understand why people don't like Taylor Swift and Kelsey Grammer dating." Uh, it's uh, Travis Kelsey. oh uh, yes, Travis Kelsey. I'm uh, yeah. right, it's just so like I, Ruined I, the bit. I, I, I've. I don't want to be a weak and insecure man, so I don't. But but the bottom line is this, and it's very much the same as Kirk Herbstreit's stupid ass dog. Uh, the people that are watching, right? Bang bang! The people that are watching are already watching. You have them. Like we we don't really count because we work in sports, but but you're not going to not watch the Super Bowl because you hate the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Constant bombardment and and talk and cutaways and all the different things that come around the game, all the headlines. I mean, if you just read the headlines on any of the news sites, it's it's disgusting. You know, Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift pee simultaneously in a hotel, looking at each. Other. It's like it never stops. Uh, it it's it's constant and it's it's annoying. But it's not going to make you not watch football. They're 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 they have found a gold mine in a crossover audience where it looked like the NFL was already maxed out on its viewership and right. they have found another another avenue and they will this is the year of the wag you know uh, use checks wife sewed the name inside the bustier of christian mccaffrey that olivia culpo wore oh, at the game yeah. Yeah. now we're talking oh, yeah now we're talking i mean it just never stop like it's huh? it's it's the year of the wag you haven't heard of the use check thing lavar oh, yeah yeah i'm joking whole, i, I yeah. was
4: jo- you know i was like me being kind of facetious gotcha. yeah yeah that's all
1: well you know it is kind of obscure but not this year i mean it's the year of the wag yeah so uh and if you don't like it. You're an insecure and uh and sad and uh what was the other one that we are? Uh weak you, yeah, weak insecure. Yes. Yeah. Not like Colin Cowherd who's got it all figured yeah. out.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a fan of Colin, but I, I reject that notion. I I really do. I, I do not feel insecure. I'm actually very secure, I I believe now. I may get a little sensitive at times. I do suffer from sensitivity issues at moments but you know what very minor in in nature and but I do reject the notion that having an issue with there being so much coverage of Taylor Swift um it equates to that i just would like to in fact sometimes at least michael jackson's music was good i mean it, it was they used to do specials you remember like you're old now you're you're around my age right? and at what least britney age? spears was half naked all the time well you know? and that's, that's true point. and and, Great and, point. and was like in her mind though not out of it like you didn't feel bad about it before now you feel bad about it but they yeah, used to do right. specials they yeah you you feel bad about it now q. well now you yeah you, you feel don't like feel bad did. about it now q Feel bad about what? Britney Spears being half naked now. I mean, that's her choice. Yeah, but
1: I don't. Well, you know, so. she got in trouble know. at the Four Seasons in L.A. Did you see that? What happened there? She's, She's banned. She's banned from the Four Seasons. Oh, what did she, she do? Banned Britney Spears? Did she shave she her, her head again? No, she wouldn't tuck her boobs. Oh, I just, I'm just. I'm you. sorry. Oh. Tuck her what? She's she fun- had just full warheads out at the pool, <laughs> <laughs> and they were like.
4: She's battling mental health issues, man. I'm just telling you. That's, well, yeah. It's, 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 I feel bad I see,
0: for her. follows this stuff a lot closer than I do. I, just, I was not I'll, aware I'll be of that on a too. group text. Someone will send a photo, and I'm like, oh, that's wild. <laughs> Interesting. And I go on with my day. Yeah. Lavar is all up on this this pop. Culture I means. I mean, well, you're on the radio, Brady. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but it's a it's sports. Talk, man. A yeah, well, not anymore. Yeah, sports talk. Did you tune into Cowherd yesterday? You're those, a weekend I, I, you're I man. You know, like Dana. Unfortunately, sweat.
0: I was I was I was busy. Well, was it's busy. all over oh, social man. media.
3: Uh, I'm not I just, on social you know. media. Hey, Brady, you uh, know those warheads were ha- were hanging out at the pool. You I, know? I was unaware of it. I thought it was Pakistan
4: lining up against India, <laughs> but it. <laughs> i was just curious you know no. uh, uh, well
1: speaking Yay. of warheads it's good that uh, jared goff went into nuclear winter oh. poor guy
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'll be all right <laughs> yeah he's fine yeah, um, he's gonna be okay guys,
1: yeah, guys, one we'll one see him pop devices. up we'll see him pop yeah. up in minicamp <laughs> yeah he's
0: He's out on the flotilla. Yeah, he's the flotation devices.
4: <laughs> I'm having you know, a hard whatever. time recovering from yeah. warheads, man. Because yeah. I got like I, such a crazy visual, you know. Pe- I, and Petros, I didn't want it.
0: What are you going to do this weekend? Uh, like, I mean, like, is I the don't really Pro Bowl- watch
4: the NFL anyway.
0: I, I was well, okay, but I was going to say like the Pro Bowl has to be nowhere and anywhere on your agenda, right? At this not point? not not since. I mean, I
1: mean, not since Fred Barnett was catching the ball for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, whatever. it's part. It used to be, look, we all know, like, the NFL Pro Bowl teams used to play like college football teams every year, yeah. you know? I mean, we used to do a lot of crazy stuff in football. And there's just so much money involved now that physically it's not worth it for these guys, which we all understand. And players get spit out and discarded when they no longer can play. Regardless of how famous and popular they were in their time, and they also
3: disrespected the beautiful Aloha Stadium. You know,
1: they well, yeah, that whole bucket of bolts it. got yeah. they, they, it's. <laughs> is it gone? It's I don't, gone. I it, believe they knocked it over. Yeah, yeah, they yeah did. I, I think yeah. So. Or they're that's doing it aw, so. that's That's I mean. a terrible thing. Oh, I mean, I know that, 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 that. I know that everything must change, but I will say this: I, I know that you're a Hawaii football fan for some in- inexplicable <laughs> reason, but. Uh, being at Aloha Stadium back in the day, I remember doing a game or two there, and I remember being there. And, you know, from the back of the press box, you can see Pearl Harbor and the shadow of the boat in the sea, uh, the Arizona of uh, the ship. and uh, You can see you, there's a mixed plate uh, buffet for the media in the press box. Like you're like you're at the Outrigger Hotel. <sighs> Dick Tomey, God rest his soul, used to be walking around in his sweet Oakley Blades telling everybody about his stand-up paddle boarding. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, and then the team would come out and do the haka and all that stuff. It was such a unique, and it still is, uh, a unique cultural thing, Hawaii football. And I, I know it, it gets You don't cele- even know. Yeah, you don't even know. It doesn't get celebrated enough. God, I miss Mike Bone. And, uh...
2: Yeah, what's going to happen
1: to the old Bonarine? I think he's done. Where is the (laughs) Bonarine? The old Bonarine. I think he's done. Maybe Harbaugh will hire him. Harbaugh could get Ted Bundy hired right now. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: If Harbaugh told the Chargers to hire, you know, uh, Britney Spears as a strength coach, they'd do it.
3: I mean... (laughs)
1: I wow. mean, Harbaugh, Har- the, the Chargers, they opened it up for Harbaugh. We're going to have him on on Thursday. Are you really? Hell, Hell yeah. 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 All right,
3: Petros. You and Harbs reunited on the blowtorch.
1: Yes. You know, it's kind of funny. We, I mean, I never talk about it because I have no friends, and I don't want to be friends with famous people. But I used to really chop it up with Harbaugh back in the old Pac-10 days. You know, we, yeah. used to, we had a pretty good rapport, and they had such a great team, and it was so much fun to watch them revive power football. You know, the whole intellectual brutality thing came about, and they brought back the double team and the fullback kicking out and all that cool stuff. And it was really fun to watch in the moment with Toby Gerhardt and that two-way fullback Owen Morisic, linebacker. It-, it was cool. And uh, now every time I see him, he just gives me the two-yard, thousand-yard stare.
3: Mm. Oh, it yeah. feels well, like he does that to everybody. That is yeah, which is fine. Pat I mean, 12. I don't care. I didn't want to be friends anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, uh petros uh do you have any early thoughts early predictions on the game i hopefully we're going to catch up with you next week and i know you're going to miss radio what do you mean, hopefully
1: i'm here well, every week
3: i mean i just don't know if you because i know you're anti-radio row so i don't know if you yeah. would be are you, you going to go to radio
4: row no he, oh, oh god
1: are you kidding are
3: yeah.
4: you going to be in vegas no. Are oh, you kidding?
3: Hey, what's the uh, what what's
4: I the... hate the
1: Super Bowl. the Super Bowl is the pinnacle. Li- the Super Bowl is the is the pinnacle of my depression on what uh, we do for.
3: Uh, I'm so, going ahead. Petros, what would you describe yeah. the the t-shirt worn by people from local affiliates in the Midwest? Oh yeah. Right well, no,
1: uh, well, when you got you guys will be there, right?
4: Yeah. So
1: <laughs> you guys will be working and some guy in like, you know, Pocatello is going to be looking over at you guys and like, those, those guys are the big time national radio guy. Look at those guys. <laughs> huh. and Not then, while and we're there. And you're, and you're going to look at the guy. Brady Quinn and Lavar, are you kidding me?
4: Hey, Jonas Knox be nobody right there. Star
0: of the Challenge?
4: Right. <laughs> there will be no one there. <laughs> what a run this, that
0: was. Can, can you give me. What? Like, like, will they make a request, <laughs> Petros? Well, what
1: happens is they're all wearing uh, this polo. And the polo's always the same color. It's like it used to be black and now it's like a dingy charcoal. Yeah. It's all bacon necked. <laughs> and then on the on the on the breast, on the left breast, there's always a uh you know, the ticket, <laughs> the, the fan, the beast, mm. the game. Mm you know the challenge Uh 92.3 the challenge Uh yeah yeah and it's like (laughs) and it's like this is this is my this is me in oklahoma city you know this is me (laughs) in Lubbock. you know this is me in houston you know and uh it just makes me sad Hmm. and then everybody does the same show out there it's like well jim kelly's here selling snicker bars well guess who's on the net you know it's just it (laughs) <laughs>
4: that is very true. <laughs> Selling that, that sticker. That, I mean, that is very true. Yeah, here's I mean,
1: Boomer Asayson for avocado Me- uh, avocados avica- from Mexico, <laughs> and it's yeah. So, Boomer, what do you think? Well, you know, when we were with the Bengals back in the eighties, it's just like okay, I, the hair clinic.
4: Know, yeah, yeah but, yeah, but you know, the I uh, was losing my hair. The, the good, the good news is is that
3: when we're on. There's nobody else there. So no one. There. Like Security. Gonna, yes.
4: So and the people setting up, you know, the booths for the the talents to come in and do their show. But yeah. that's you know, it's 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 a, it's it's,
1: it's a very dep- and then there's the party thing, and it's like, I, I I I don't think I've ever. I think maybe I've been to like three Super Bowl parties in my life, and they might have been the three worst nights of my life. <laughs> like I, it's just not for me. You know, it's like one big Fox uh, seminar. Where everybody's looking over your shoulder to talk to somebody cooler. <laughs> That's
0: not true. I lock eyes with you every time, Petros. Mm. You know, but I try I, to avoid people. I do
1: remember uh, offering, uh, offering uh, an outing for us at the last seminar. And I an you.
0: outing? You offered yoga. You always yeah. offer yoga. And you forget and you were I have like, radio I I'm,
4: I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping in. I've, I've never yeah, met. I, never I have a country? radio show,
0: no. so if I, if I get a day off, I'm going to take a day off. You're like, no, 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 6 a.m. yoga. I'm like, dude. Lavar and I have never
1: been in the same room together.
4: Yeah, we've think. never met.
0: No.
1: Sorry, we'll change If it.
4: we
0: were, I'd go over.
4: Oh, I would walk over. I, I would walk over. I would over be to you. the one to walk over. We would meet halfway. Can, Can you, you meet, meet me halfway, halfway? <laughs> right, right at, at the borderline? Border yeah, that's right. A little delay from here. That was beautiful. That would have happened.
0: That you was know not rehearsed either. I don't know. Yeah, well, she's a great
1: a... old meth head from Yorba Linda. Oh my gosh, oh, Fergie! <laughs> we lost to Yorba
4: Linda last year. I didn't like it. We lost him uh, this year too. You yes. know who
1: was from Yorba Linda? Who that?
4: Richard Nixon, brother. All right. <laughs> 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 hey,
3: what would what would Richard Nixon have said if he saw those warheads oh, over Spears? at the Four Seasons pool?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get into
4: the bomb proof.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the bomb proof boy ain't gonna finish. He ain't gonna finish. Take me uh, off the area if <laughs> you are. <laughs> Uh, Get him on
3: Twitter at the old P. He is Petros Papadakis, uh, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show, Fox College football analyst, uh, and our buddy. Uh, P will do it again next week. All right, guys. There he is. Uh, It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Notch. Up next, we got the BQ News right here on FSR.
4: Uh, When we fell in love You remember the time When we first met
3: Two pros at a (laughs) cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here Uh, If you missed any of this show You can check out the podcast It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air You're going to hear all about Chocolate City (laughs) You're going to see what the Super Bowl Is going to look like You're also going to hear Petros Papadakis Break down warheads (laughs) All that's yours here on the podcast. You search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. And we'll be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time. But right now, it is time for this. Yes. Good morning. News.
1: Turn on the news. Let's go to
3: the news desk.
1: What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah.
0: And today's news is brought to you by the great state of Florida. Oh, no. <laughs> We've yeah, got no. a 71 year old woman who was hit with an attempted murder charge. Oh, That's wow. right. And cousin. it all stems from trying to murder her husband with a pillow, trying to smother him. Oh, Apparently, for uh, receiving a message from an ex fling from 60 years ago. Uh.
4: Talk about uh, possessive. I, I mean, listen, you know, <laughs> jeez. I just
0: that does By the way, she's seventy-one. Her husband obviously is older than her because if you do the math, there it was eleven right when he had this fling. But he was uh, in his twenties, so he's a good ten years older than her.
4: Oh wow. I mean, wow. look, uh, eighty-one. Yeah. How we, does she not pull it off? Do we really think? Between I mean, is she
0: really worried about him being able to function properly at that age, I mean,
3: exactly. if I was him, that'd be a compliment. Like, you're, you're right. that worried about it 60 years later, he, and he's 80? Yeah,
0: I also think it's a compliment to the uh, you yeah. know, the ex flame. Yeah, yeah no, mean,
4: no kidding. Um, she was she was trying to meet him halfway, yeah, know, right at the borderline. Yeah, yeah, all right, you know okay, I'm about. Uh, all
3: right. Listen, I I'm, that makes some sense. You know, jealousy yeah. never dies,
0: yeah, clearly, it's gonna be there. Can you imagine though being with someone for that long, and then one message does that, and they're trying to murder you with a pillow?
3: Do you think that that was the only message he got from her? I don't through know. sixty
0: years. And by the way, what was the message? Was it like nudes?
3: Oh,
4: that'd be great. <laughs> that would be fire. That would be, would be? fire. That would. Be oh. great. it might
0: be the exact opposite of fire, actually. That, yeah, yeah not, but it-
4: not if you're eighty. Not if you're 80. You you adjust your – it's like your taste buds. They adjust after a while. Yeah, the know? good
0: thing uh, if you're
3: 80 and you send those, you can just tell people you're showing off your shoes. <laughs> oh, man. All
4: right, let's move oh, on to the next yeah. one.
0: <laughs> oh,
4: There's been man. a
0: mysterious noise irking Tampa residents, and uh, come to find out, it's uh, it's a pretty uncommon phenomenon. It's actually fish mating. Very loudly. What? (laughs) Yes. The deep vibrating sound. It's been plaguing residents since uh, at least 2021 and actually prompting uh, calls to the police. Um, And so there's a group. (laughs) Yes. There's a group that got together and they actually launched a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for the study after not being able to figure out what this was. And they eventually came to find out that it's a black drumfish.
4: Oh, they're wow. the typical guilty cult There you go for the <laughs> mysterious private. noise well, i got to be up. a black drum fish though <laughs> yes it is a yeah. black oh well, there you go and that's it's why you're point. calling the police on that
0: uh, Lee's looking <coughs> to relocate <That> poor fish
4: <laughs> black drum fish lives matter oh oh
3: oh, right.